Report, ladies and gentlemen, it's brought to you by the Suffolk uh, Crime Stoppers. That's 1 800, by the way. 1 800 220 TIPS 220 All calls kept confidential. Monetary reward of up to $5,000 uh, given for information that would lead to an arrest. Joe Jack Loan, retired NYPD Sergeant, former commanding officer of the Bronx Cold Case Squad. He's a current adjunct professor at John Jay College and indeed an author as well of the Criminal investigative function of Guy for New Investigators, third edition. Nothing he cannot do. Highly decorated member in his day of the NYPD, including the Department Medal of Valor. And boy, could they ever use the Sarge right now. It is always great to have you all. And I hope you're feeling great, my friend. Good morning, Jay. Yes, I'm doing well. How about you? I am okay. Joe, uh, another tough couple of days. You know, we we spoke last week in the weekend. You had that video of a chokehold. Not of a civilian, of a cop, believe it or not, by a thug. Uh, so that went down. Of course, the horrific stuff on the Brooklyn Bridge, the uh, wielding stick uh, over somebody's head, uh, of a lieutenant's head, hit a couple of times. You had Terry Monahan, the chief, uh, getting hit. Uh, that individual arrested, by the way, and then left back out on the street. What a surprise there, Joseph. But yeah, uh, all in all, a very surprised. tough couple of days, sir. Give me an assessment. Yeah, no, seeing the person be arrested and then released without bail uh, for hitting the cops with the bricks or the canes or whatever else uh, she's accused of, it's, it's absolutely a disgrace. Things are just spiraling out of control, Jay. I mean, the shootings are piling up. I saw one, somebody had put a, posted out that uh, is unverified, but there was about six shootings and at least one stabbing uh, last night alone. We, we, you know, the numbers just keep on going up and up. And now that the uh, diaphragm bar is, is a law, the Blasio signed it the other day, it's even, it's even going to get worse from here on end, Jay, unfortunately. What a disgrace that was, that uh, photo op uh, for the mayor, so-called mayor, uh, Black Lives Matter mural, uh, you know, in the Bronx. I mean, come on. No, no cops, by the way, around. No cops, by the way, around that old signing uh, as far as uh, the legislation. I, mean, I, I tell you, it's 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 getting sicker and sicker uh, out there. I, I don't know what the, the end, what's the end all? What's the end game here? Is it the uh, uh, the task forces to be formed? I'm waiting for the president's announcement uh, last, uh, last uh, week. Uh, he said next week, He'll come up with something. I'm wondering what it could be. Task forces, FBI task force, other forces coming in to help out. Obviously, the cops are undermanned here. You know, you take away the... I mean, how, Joe, once again, we talk about the anti-crime unit, the plainclothes. You have now dismantled that, putting those individuals in other areas. So you don't have plainclothes anymore. So now... It can be detected if you are an officer as far as a crook is concerned. See how vital it is with this unit? I mean, talk about that for one second. Well, I mean, deterrence matters, Jay, right? So all forms of deterrence have been removed. But, you know, here's where the anti-crime, where they were, their sole purpose was generally to drive around uh, looking for people who were carrying illegal firearms. Now, because of the nature of their job, they ended up getting themselves in more trouble than than it's worth. That's what, according to uh, the, the police commissioner and the mayor, right? So you had a high civilian complaints. You had uh, complaints of stop, question, and frisk, and, and the like. Well, 
you know what, they were a deterrent out there. So now if, if there aren't any uniform officers out there or any, you know, p- police cars driving around, they, 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 they're not looking behind their back, so to speak, looking for those, you know, unmarked and nondescript vehicles, you know, driving around. So everybody feels free to carry their guns again. I mean, we're seeing these broad daylight shootings like uh, we've never seen in, in 20 years. It's it's absolutely frightening. I mean, some of the videos that they're showing people hanging out of windows, shooting uh, at, a, at a moving cars. Uh, we, there was a, a drive-by shooting in Crown Heights uh, on, was it two nights ago, where seven people were shot, one person killed, you know, in one drive-by shooting. So these, the drive-by shooting uh, uh, back, I mean, we never thought that they'd be in vogue again. But here we, here we are in 2020 talking about it. I tell you, 2020 is shaping up to be the worst year that I could ever remember. Speaking of drive-bys, did they ever catch the guy who shot that 29-year-old father holding hands with his daughter on Sheridan Avenue on 170th Street a couple of weeks ago? Is that guy in custody or is he still out yeah. there, do you know? No, they, they they made that arrest, and they also made arrest in the uh, the Bell Gardener, the little boy, the uh, the 22-month-old that was murdered uh, last week. They made an arrest for him, too. Unbelievable. Joe Jacklin, the crime report. Joe, there's something, you know, I caught something this morning before I went on the air. I and mean, this is just a prime example of what's happening in our country right now. Berkeley, California, I know you heard this. They're taking the cops off the street as far as being traffic cops. So in other words, you get stopped for some sort of infraction, which you and I both know, sometimes that leads to disasters, whether it be a shooting, a murder, whatever. But now they're putting civilian workers on the streets to take care of the so-called, quote-unquote, infractions that could maybe be other instances. I mean, this is a prime—this is Berkeley, California, folks. A prime example of what is happening, what has permeated in and around the country. Unbelievable, Joe. Yeah, it's uh, probably not a good plan. And, you know, unfortunately, we're going to see what uh, what transpires out of it. I mean, you just scratch your head, Jay, and you know what? After a while, you just get very apathetic to uh, all this nonsense. And people think that this is a—policing uh, is like a, is the easiest uh, profession to do, and that anybody can do it, and then they're gonna they're gonna prove us they're gonna prove us wrong. So okay, knock yourself out. Go ahead. You know, um, I give it a, a week before the first person gets punched out or something. I mean, it's gonna, it's just you're asking for you're asking for trouble, and unfortunately, they're gonna get it. I don't know when's enough no, is enough. You know, you look what what's going on in Portland, Oregon. Anyone notice that whole situation for seven weeks, almost on a daily basis, nightly basis, protests, violence. Uh, another example of a liberal mayor, Ted Wheeler in charge, the likes of the neighbor in Seattle and Janice Durkin, the Lori Lightfoots in Chicago, and of course, the Bill de Blasio's uh, in our neck of the woods. I mean, you see the trend here. You see the pattern here. It's dangerous. And Joe, I don't even know what the end game is there. Uh, You know what? People have to vote these people the hell out of office and somehow turn it around. I don't know if that'll happen. The Blasio in his second term, he's done. We know next year. Remember, there's a four-year interim period. He can come back. But thank goodness he will be out unless we get the Bloomberg stuff popping in again with a third term. I mean, my goodness. Uh, but uh, it just gets worse and worse all over the country. But uh, it is what it is. We'll keep an eye on it. And, and you know, I even st- stated earlier, the chief of the department, Terry Monahan, saw him on video this morning as well before I, I came on the air. You know, morale is at an all-time low right now. You see it in his face. You hear it in his words, Joe. You've been there 20 years, the whole nine yards. I mean, when the chief of the department, 
department, you know, pretty much has his head down and telling all of us he has never seen it so bad. How do you go about doing your job? That's the big question now. How do you go about doing your job? I guess the adrenaline takes over and everything else, hopefully. But that's that's a tough statement from the chief. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's just part of the course right now. I mean, p- policing in New York City is is under siege, to say the least. Uh, policing all across the country is under siege, um, pretty much in the cities, not so much in the um, you know the suburbs. But it's coming. I saw that um, Nassau and Suffolk are going to have a civilian complaint review board now. Did you hear about that? So they're they're in the make of forming that now to examine and you know discipline cops are going to have a civilian complaint review board now at both Nassau and Suffolk. So it's happening everywhere. It's just uh, you know a matter of time before the suburbs are affected by this. But you know what? It's like when you look at what's happening and as things start spiraling out of control and people start fleeing New York City, you know, it's like like history's repeating itself. I mean, we saw this happen in the 60s and 70s, and look what happened then. I mean, people say, well, it's not 1990 yet. It's 1990, and I say it's not yet. I mean, it doesn't get there overnight. It takes years. Look how long it took uh, under the de Blasio administration. It's finally, you know, all the all, all of the, the foundations have been now ripped out. And this is what we have. I keep saying this. I sound like a broken record. This would never have happened. Never have happened with Rudy Giuliani at the helm. Now, say what you want about Giuliani now and everything else that he's doing with, with Trump and everything. You know, he's clown-like in his approach. Not great completely un Giuliani like from what we have all known him when he ran the big city and throw in Bernie Carrick is there Joe you were there for Carrick right yes I mean how great yes. was Bernie Carrick as a commissioner oh I I, I worked for believe it or not my first commissioner was David uh was um uh, under the mayor David Dinkins and was uh, Lee Lee Brown he was my first commissioner and then then we had um Patton and Kelly and Howard Safer and then Bernie Carrick so yeah we we, we had a number of them and then we had Ray Kelly again in the, at, at the end. But um, it's just, it, I, listen, it shows you how political leadership, even though they took hits back then for situations with the police, uh, they actually said it. They actually called out and said, you know, listen, we're going we're gonna to have, you know, there's going to be problems with the police. There's going to be corruption allegations. There's going to be use of force complaints. And there's going to be all kinds of stuff. But we, we, we got to clean the city up. It's the only way to do it. I think those days are over. And I don't think you can ever get that back. And I don't think you're going to find anybody who's going to be able to get elected, first of all, in New York City to step into that kind of role. It's going to take a lot more. And it, it, Unfortunately, the people who are all behind orchestrating this, when I say people talk about the city council, the mayor himself, there's no political fallout for them. There's nobody, you know, it's a one-party system in New York City. It always was and always will be. And they are so entrenched into it that uh, I don't think it matters to them. So if the bodies start piling up, it, it, to them, it doesn't really matter. They'll just blame else, whether it's, you know, inequality or whatever it is. They'll just, they'll keep on spinning this into, you know, re-elections and, and gold. That's basically what, how, how it works. I'm, I'm looking at the video now as you speak of the Brooklyn Bridge stuff. It's, it's unbelievable. It really is. Joe Jacklin, the crime report. By the way, no, no, uh, it's Corey Johnson. I haven't heard any comments from uh, the Speaker of the Council as far as New York City is concerned. Uh, the 47-3 to 3 vote, Joe, on banning 
banning chokeholds. It's all right, though, for a cop to be put in a chokehold, though, isn't it? You ban cops from uh, from utilizing the tactic. Uh, really? Okay. Uh, no comment, by the way. No comment from Mr. Johnson at all there, the, sp- the uh, speaker. No comment from Carl Hasty. And by the way, calls are into Hasty and uh, into uh, Corey Johnson, uh, but I don't expect anything back. Uh, let's move on, uh, Joseph. Let's get into the death penalty stuff. The strong words from the president a couple of days ago and the attorney general, they will seek the death penalty against uh, Alexei Sines, the 25-year-old at the helm, the leader uh, who is responsible for seven murders on Long Island, including uh, the Cuevas Nick and kids, the uh, the two girls uh, brutally murdered uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, give me a reaction to that whole thing. Well, I mean, New York uh, specifically has had the uh, death penalty on the books, I think, since 1994, 1995. Uh, somebody can look it up. And so, but it was under George Pataki. He signed it back in. And how do we know that we have it? Is because we have murder first degree still in the penal law. Murder first degree in New York State carries the death penalty. And there's about 17 or 18 different ways. And one of them is that you kill multiple people over a period of time. It was actually, you know, meant for serial killers and those kind of people. But, uh, you know, never realizing that we'd be using it for gangs, stuff like that. Do I ever think that we would use the death penalty in New York State? No, I don't think we're ever going to use it. They can, they can try. They can, they can put them up for murder first degree and, and go for all that stuff. But I don't think uh, New York State will ever put anybody to death again. But that being said, I mean, it, they, they have done a good job with uh, incapacitating these uh, gang members in order to prevent them from doing what they've been doing. I mean, things have been quiet. Like I said before, I think I said last week, Jay, my concern about the deep policing that's going on in New York City is that it'll filter through onto Nassau and Suffolk County and uh, and really affect how they deal with the gangs and the guns and the heroin and everything else. And that's what, unfortunately, that's what I've been looking to see if there's any evidence of. It's tricky because of the laws in the state and the federal government intervening and trying to usurp, you know, the state laws as far as, uh, you know, I'm just wondering if you could take a case of this nature to the Supreme Court and usurp state law altogether as far as getting a penalty of death, as in the case of Alexi Sainz. Well, they, they can try. I guess they can, you know, whatever. I just don't I just don't see it happening in New York, even though the feds are, are, are doing it. I don't know. The Fed started ex- doing executions uh, again for the first time in years. They, they executed some guy out west, um, and they have another guy that's up for it now. I mean, it, it takes so long to do it. Even I, I don't even know if it'll even, uh, even make it that far. But uh, they uh, certainly are underway. A lot of those individuals uh, are certainly in the spotlight, and, uh, and rightfully so, as far as what's going on there. All right, let's get to a couple of other things. A shooting that took place in Shirley during the week. Uh, do we know anything more? What's going on with that? Well, honestly, I haven't um, been keeping up quite with that one because I've just been trying to just to get a handle on what's uh, what else is happening in the city. But um, this Monella now has had a couple of shootings. You had the Massapequa shooting that we haven't heard much about. Remember the North Massapequa last week? We haven't. There's no update on that one. The shooting but and everything just, else. Yeah. In 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 Roslyn last weekend. Yeah. Oh, and and the murder in Roslyn. Yeah. They didn't give us any details on that one, but it, to me, it sounds pretty much like they um, he was shot or killed somewhere else and then his body. 
what he was left there. So, like I said, they have really been uh, terrible with the information coming through both Nassau and Suffolk about the shootings that they've had. I mean, they just they get a little blip. They they barely even make the news because there's just so little information out there. But um, it's just interesting to see where where this where this spate of violence that we having here in that in Nassau and Suffolk is coming from. And this is what happens, though. You know, and, and a lot of people say, you know, the island has been, uh, you know, somewhat uh, out of the mix uh, regarding this. But you're seeing uh, little pockets, you know, of this type of violence now. These shootings, more guns and everything else. So, you know, it's it's a tough scenario. You hope it doesn't escalate uh, as far as what we're seeing in and around. But uh, we'll keep an eye on things. We'll hope for somewhat of a mild weekend. But I have very uh, a little faith uh, in that, Joe, as far as what we're going to see in the next couple of days and come back on Monday. It's just been, it's just tough. You know, every day is something new, but uh, we'll keep an eye on things. Sir, we'll talk to you in the uh, next couple of days and uh, you stay well now, okay? You got it. Have a great weekend, Jake. All right. The great Joe Jack alone.